talking about what God the Father believes about Jesus. A lot of people say, well, I believe in God, but I don't believe in Jesus. Well, what does God say about Jesus? If God says Jesus is who he claims to be, that ought to be enough. And twice in Scripture, he spoke about his son. One was when Jesus took some of his disciples up to a mountain, and there Jesus was transfigured before them. And the word means to be metamorphosized. And that the idea is that Jesus was actually glowing. The glory of God came out, and Jesus' the disciples were overwhelmed. And Moses and Elijah came as prophets from the Old Testament and spoke to Jesus while he was there. And then God spoke, and God said, this is my son whom I love with whom I love with him I am well pleased listen to him just imagine that tonight you're watching television and you're watching the 10 o'clock news and the announcer comes on to say your attention please for this special worldwide broadcast the next voice you hear will be the voice of God and you listen carefully and God speaks and God speaks right here like this, I want you to know Jesus. I love him. He pleases me. He is my son. Listen to him. God speaks. We ought to listen. God tells us that even in ancient days, on rare occasions, God did speak audibly and aloud. Not often, but he has spoke three times aloud while Jesus was on earth. And all three times, his words had to do with his son. One such occasion was on here, Mount Hermon, when Jesus was transfigured. And as Jesus' glory came out, and as God spoke, what did God say? That, And what is so significant, too, about what he said? God spoke a word first of identification. He said, this is my son. That was a word of identification. Jesus is not just a man. Jesus is not just a prophet. Jesus is not just a religious leader. Jesus is my son. Moses and Elijah were there. They were servants of God. They were great men of God of the past who had died and gone to heaven. But God did not say, Moses is my son. Elijah is my son. But he said, Jesus is my son. Moses was the giver of the law. And Elijah was the mighty prophet of God. But they cannot be ranked with Christ. They do not come to the mount to draw attention to themselves. They are, they are brought to the mount from heaven so that Moses can represent all of the laws and commandments that are being fulfilled in Christ. And Elijah represents the prophets and all their messages that are completed in Christ. You see, God is saying this Jesus of Nazareth, this Jesus who was born in Bethlehem, this Jesus who is Mary's child is my son. Here is God's claim concerning his son. And there was all kinds of division among the people about who Jesus really was. Some said this and some said that. Some said he was a prophet. Some said he had a demon. Uh, some claimed this and some claimed that. But the point is, what was he really? You know, that's what matters. And uh, the Bible tells us that 
he, he was who he claimed to be. And the Bible says that his friends were confused. They had varied opinions about him. Some said, well, he's Jeremiah. Some said he's Elijah. Some said he's the Messiah. But they came to understand who he really was. They came to understand that he was who he claimed to be, that he was the Son of God and he was the Savior of the world. And as they did so, they recognized that he was God in human flesh. God sets the record straight. You see, some of his enemies called him a criminal, an illegitimate child, a liar, a wine-bibber, a glutton, a deceiver, on and on and on. But God just simply said, my son, this is my son, my beloved son. And, you know, we read in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He was the jewel of heaven, the diamond of God, the son of his alone. The word believed expresses the depth of God's love, expresses the love of God's concern for sending Jesus. He cherished his son. In fact, the Bible says God proved his love toward us in that while he, he, we were sinners, he sent Jesus to die for us. Also, God spoke a word of satisfaction. He said, in whom and are with him, I am well pleased. He was pleased with Jesus. God has said this before at his baptism, and as his private life drew to a close and his public ministry began now, as his public ministry is closing and he's heading to Calvary to die, God says it again. God was satisfied with the private life of toil as a carpenter for 33 years, and he was satisfied with the three years of ministry of Jesus. This is the commendation that matters. Most of the Jews were not pleased with him. The materialistic Sadducees wanted him out of the way. The legalistic Pharisees hated his positive and powerful teachings. Even Rome and Pilate, the Roman governor, were displeased at him for the commotion he caused, but God is pleased. And this is what Jesus cares about. He came to do the will of the Father. Is this our great concern, to be pleasing to God? What does God say of us? We can only be pleasing to God as we are in Christ. We're sinful and otherwise displeasing, but clothed and hid in Christ, we are pleasing to God and he is satisfied also with us. So it's important for us to recognize that. Remember, this was not the pronouncement of a friend or a disciple or one who has seen him healed or one who has been healed. This is not even the pronouncement of an angel. This is the pronouncement and the word of an all-knowing, all-loving, all-powerful God, omnipresent God. God was pleased with everything concerning Jesus, his words, which were true and powerful, his works, which revealed the heart of God and shows his compassion for mankind as he went about doing good, his coming death, God was pleased with that. Jesus committed to do his will, and this was his sacrificial death on the cross, and God pl places the crown of his approval on Jesus. I'm challenging you today to know the one thing that really matters for us. Are we pleasing God? Are we pleasing him? That's all that matters. You know, we can't please the world, and we can't even please people. We can't sometimes even please those closest to us if we please God because sometimes 
their choice for us is different than God's choice. Sometimes their call upon our lives is different than his call. Sometimes they want from us something we can't give because God has told us that he, that he is first. And that does not mean what I found if we put him first, then the persons we love are given so much more and blessed so much more and helped so much more than if they were first. So keep that in mind today and please him. We'll finish this tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great day.